Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, friends, welcome back to the show, and today I'm here to talk about Enola Holmes. This movie was recently released to Netflix. It's a Netflix original movie starring Millie Bobby Brown as the titular character, and Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes, and a bunch of other people that you probably wouldn't know. So, uh, uh, yeah, you know, get the important ones. That's how I roll. Anyway, um, this movie had a pretty intriguing premise, I thought. When I heard about it, I was like, that seems like it could be really good or really terrible. Because, to be honest with you, I think that very often Netflix movies are really terrible. And even when they have good premises, sometimes I feel like they don't totally deliver on them. Uh, case in point, Project Power, which I reviewed a couple weeks ago when that came out. So, I was... Uh, I was cautiously optimistic. I like the the two people I listed off. Obviously, I didn't really know anybody else who was starring in the movie, but uh, I was just uh, re-watching Stranger Things recently, introducing it to my mom, uh, watching the first season, which is easily the best, Fight Me, and, um, and yeah, so I was like, oh, cool, you know. I was, you know, like, falling in love with uh, Eleven all over again, like, her as a character, and... And uh, being reminded, like, wow, she, you know, Millie Bobby Brown is a really, really, really impressive child actress. Like, she is, uh, you know, she's definitely like ahead of her time in terms of in terms of her abilities as a performer. Like, a lot of adult actors can't pull off a lot of the stuff that she pulls off with very little dialogue in that show. Uh, I don't know. If that's weird. It seems kind of weird. It, feel, it feels weird to call her a child actress. She's literally my age. That's really weird. Like, I mean, like, sometimes I'd say that, like, child act child actor or child actress is, like, something that I guess, like, you throw around, because, like, that's what, you know, that's how you describe those people, but, like, I never really thought about it like that. Like, these people are, like, not that far off from me, because I'm not uh, actually an adult. I am also a child. Uh, I, yeah, that was definitely a tangent worth taking. Listen. This movie was pretty alright, okay? That's what I'm, that's, that's what the point I'm actually getting to. This movie is perfectly fine. I think that it is very long. I really don't think it needed to be two hours. I, uh, I think that it has a real strange attitude towards exposition. Uh, as soon as it started and she's, like, doing her, um, she's doing her talking to the audience thing and, and, like, you're getting a, you know, sort of a montage with, like, little animations and stuff. I was like, okay, and welcome to a uh, 101 class on how not to do exposition, because all of this would have been much more interesting to find out as you go. But I did realize eventually and sort of settle into the fact that it is a stylistic choice to a point. I think that sometimes they can rely on it as a bit of a crutch, and sometimes it plays a little awkward, because when they do these types of flashbacks and stuff... Uh, sometimes there'll be, like, dialogue played over it that doesn't actually match the footage. Like, the person isn't talking in the flashback, but you're still getting the audio. And some of the animations look a little bit weird and, and kind of take you out of it because, you know, it's a little bit fantastical of a world, but it doesn't, like, always totally gel. But I guess they're thinking, like, the, you know, she draws caricatures, and so maybe it all kind of, like, tied together. I don't know, but sometimes it felt a little out of place, I think. Regardless, uh, I did settle into it at a certain point once I realized that she was going to be breaking the fourth wall throughout the whole movie, and that was actually really fun. Like, when she directly talks to the audience or, like, looks at the audience, like, what just happened? 
I thought those moments were were cool and charming. I I think that that kind of content is is pretty fun because it gives it a little bit of a self aware bend. I do think that maybe more of that would have been uh, helpful. Like maybe could have improved this a little bit because I think that this movie is pretty tropey. Like it definitely definitely hits a lot of beats that you've seen other movies hit and done better which is fine that's not always a bad thing like it can still be entertaining and i do think this was entertaining but i think that maybe if they were going to go for that whole fourth wall breaking self-aware character who's telling you the story that maybe there were more opportunities to comment on the story or make jokes about certain things like hang a lantern on it in a way that they didn't really maybe something along the lines more of deadpool or something rather than what they went with here because, uh, you know, obviously not that, not that vulgar or violent, but that sort of humor, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that would have worked or not, but I think that if they would have gone all in on it a little bit more, it would have made, made some portions of this a little bit less of a slog to get through. And I think it's really weird that despite how quickly we move through all the table setting for this movie, we learn everything that we're supposed to know about every single character before we've ever really formally met them. She tells us everything about the story, everything about the characters, like we really don't learn through seeing, we learn through hearing. And so it seems like it's it's going to be a very fast-paced movie, but then it does still really slow to a crawl through a lot of it. And through a lot of it, I feel like you're kind of just on a very, very slow trek when it feels like you should be on a pretty fast sprint, especially because the beginning of the movie sets you up to think that's what you're in for because she's talking very fast and she's giving you all this information very quickly. You're speeding through these moments. You're getting really uh, short clips of of like what she's talking about but then the whole movie is not like that it's not fast paced it's very sluggish a little bit to just during certain points especially the ending everything after the, the climax like clearly the climax is the whole like shootout fight thing in the that giant manor and then there's still like easily 20 to 30 minutes left after that like I really don't understand the pacing of this movie. It really, really baffled me. I think that if it was faster paced the whole way through, it would have been a lot more entertaining. And uh, the the performers in this movie are all definitely charming enough and can be like witty enough to carry that sort that sort of thing. I don't know why they decided to take it so slowly, but uh, but overall, I do think it was pretty good. There were some pretty decent jokes. Uh, the the sets were very obviously sets in a lot of portions of this, but I kind of like that. I think that stuff is, is kind of cool, kind of charming. It's a little bit reminiscent of a more of a bygone era, and so I appreciated it. Uh, I think that the CG, when when used, which is pretty sparingly, was pretty well blended, uh, and, it, and it helps like flesh out the environment more rather than detract from it. I appreciated that there was nothing like super outlandish about this movie. They never really jumped the shark or added in any weird mysticism or like, you know, some sort of underlying thing that, uh, y y like just an unnecessary element. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of movies where I feel like they set up a pretty normal old tiny world, but then they break it, like they undercut it with some sort of weird, like supernatural element or something like this, similar mysteries. I feel like the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies do that, but I don't totally remember for sure, so don't quote me on that. But I like that this was just a straightforward, straightforward world. The motivations of the characters were very understandable. You understand why Anola feels so protective of her mother and why she wants to 
wants to find her, you understand why she acts the way she does because of the way she was raised and how she's very independent in a world that won't let her be. Uh, you understand why the the other the kid the the boy is running away, and you understand uh, to a certain extent the motivation of the the grandma who turns out to be the real villain. Spoiler, but uh, it's all like a political assassination plot, which is fun. That's cool that it's revolving around something like that straightforward, like that simple. It's not overly complicated. It's just. It's just complicated enough to throw you off the scent, and you're probably not going to see it coming that it's the grandma uh, for most of the movie. But then, once it is, it makes sense, and then you understand why this is happening. And, and I thought that was pretty cool, that it wasn't too complicated for its own good, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't like, so easy to figure out. So, yeah, I really like that. Everybody who was in this movie it was really good. I really liked Millie Bobby Brown. I thought she was really funny, really charming. Same with Henry Cavill. He did a really great job as this character, which is something I didn't expect to say because he really doesn't seem the type. But uh, but I think he did a pretty good job. He put his own spin on it, and I thought it was entertaining. So overall, I would recommend this movie if you don't really have anything else to watch. It's a pretty decent uh, way to put away two hours. You know, you could definitely watch worse. It's not the best thing on Netflix, but it's uh, it's for sure not the worst either, so I thought this was a pretty good movie, and, uh, yeah, check it out if you're, if you're keen, if it, if it trips your fancy, go for it, I'd say, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty alright. So, if you want to hear more from this podcast, please, you know, go do the whole deal, rate, review, subscribe, where you get your podcast, check out my website, moviesandmorepod.com. This is a bonus episode, which means it's shorter, which means no grateful, no elaborate sign-off, so thank you as always for listening, that's most important, and, uh, until next time, I uh, uh, I don't have a quote ready. <laughs> oh man, that could be my uh, that could be my sign off for every one of these episodes. Me setting up a a part where I would say a quote and then not saying a quote. Um, I don't know. Go dangle your feet in the water and get some sharks. <laughs> that sounds like the weirdest thing if you haven't seen the movie. I was trying to think of, like, a famous, uh, like, Sherlock Holmes quote. Oh, um, elementary. Okay, bye.